0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Strange Matters Podcast. Here at Strange Matters we discuss everything that is bizarre, mysterious, and unexplained. I'm Sean and I will be the host for this episode. In this episode of Strange Matters I will be discussing the disturbing trend of cow mutilations. For many years now, dead cows have been discovered in unnatural and unexplained ways. These cattle remains are often found with body parts removed, their internal organs missing, and their blood completely drained. What is causing this has been plaguing ranchers and farm owners for decades, as no clear answers have been brought forth that can make any sense of this mystery. In this episode, I will be going over the history of these cow mutilations, as well as discussing the many different theories concerning just exactly what is behind it all. This episode was suggested to the podcast by listener and patron of the show, Mark, so thanks a lot for both the idea and support, Mark. A reminder that Strange Matters is made possible by all the generous supporters over at Patreon, On Patreon, listeners can pledge a small monthly donation, and in exchange, you can gain access to exclusive episodes and help decide the direction of the show. Patreon members will also be the first to gain access to merchandise for the podcast, which will be coming out in the near future. For this episode, I'd especially like to thank our newest supporters of the show, Brittany and Tanisha. A quick warning before we begin, this episode will contain some pretty graphic descriptions of animal cruelty and deaths, so be warned that some of the contents of this episode may be pretty disturbing for some listeners. With that said, however, it's time to begin the discussion of this topic. Cow mutilation is described as the killing and mutilation of cattle under unusual circumstances. Typically with these mutilations, it will involve a bloodless scene. A often dealing just with cows, other animals such as sheep, horses, pigs, dogs, and bison have also fallen under this category. There are two things that make this topic such an interesting and long-lasting mystery. One is the cold-blooded precision and techniques used when performing this disturbing act, and the second is the lack of any type of evidence or leads that could point to a reliable theory behind why this keeps happening, and more importantly, who or what is behind it. Over the years, there have been many attempted theories and explanations for cow mutilation, including some types of rare natural decomposition, natural predator kills, rituals of secret cults, military operations, and even other more extreme ideas such as the work of extraterrestrials or deaths at the hand of unknown cryptids such as the chupacabra. While not every instance of cow mutilation is the same, there are some general characteristics that are seen throughout most cases. Typically, the wounds inflicted appear to be clean and precise cuts, almost surgically. Also, it would seem as if the blood is drained from the animals before the cutting begins, as in most cases there is no blood found by the cuts or any found in the area where the carcass is discovered. In terms of what specifically is mutilated, a survey taken by the National Institute for Discovery Science found that the mutilation of the tongue is found in 42% of all cases, the eyes 59%, the rectum 75%, and mutilation of the genitals, 85% of cases recorded. Another statistic is that 90% of mutilated remains found belong to cows between 4 and 5 years old. It is also said that other nearby animals become visibly agitated when around the remains of a mutilated cattle, and that scavengers, such as coyotes and foxes, will sometimes avoid going near the remains until a few days have passed. Another interesting and puzzling fact is the general absence of any type of footprints or animal tracks in the immediate surroundings of most mutilated cattle. In some cases, even the tracks of the killed animal seemingly stop at a certain distance from where the body is discovered. There's usually no signs of distress or cries that can be heard from the animal or by whatever or whoever is doing the mutilation. Sometimes it even occurs when humans are in the near vicinity. In one case, two ranchers were in the field tagging calves. After less than an hour of work, they came across the mutilated remains of the very first calf that they had tagged that day. All of its internal organs had been removed, as well as most of its musculature. The entire act had happened while the ranchers were in the same field, and they never had a clue what was going on. Cow mutilations have been regularly occurring mystery in the United States since the 1960s. But reports of such strange situations date back much further than that. The first recorded instance of widespread mutilation actually occurred centuries ago. In 1606, there was an outbreak of unexplained animal deaths around London. Multiple group slaughters of sheep were found, and in some cases as much as 100 sheep's found dead in one spot. Only the fat and some internal organs were removed, the rest of the remains and all the fleece were left behind. Another series of livestock mutilations would also occur in England in the later 1800s as well. While mutilations have been going on for hundreds of years, it was mostly a strange story and experience that was pretty unique and known only to ranchers and farmers. It didn't really become well known to the everyday population until 1967. That year, a story would be published that would push the strange occurrence of animal mutilations into the public's eye. In September of 1967, a woman named Agnes King found the remains of one of the horses she owned, a horse named Lady. The horse had its skin around its head and neck removed, and there were multiple cuts along its body. Strangely, there was no blood to be found by the spot where Lady was found. According to Agnes's son Harry, there was a strange medicinal odor in the air. The local county sheriff stated that the death sounded like it was caused by a lightning strike, and didn't care to investigate or even come out to the ranch to look at the remains. This story would be printed in newspapers across Colorado, and soon thereafter would be picked up and printed in major newspapers across the country. This bizarre and disturbing event had caught the public's attention, as nothing like it had been heard of before to most people. For Lady's death, there was no explanation that made any sense. During this time, there was a big UFO craze sweeping the nation, and as such, extraterrestrials were brought in as a theory for some looking at the case. Though cattle mutilation would mostly be found in the middle portion of the United States, it would seem as if no other place on earth would be affected as much as the state of Colorado. A 1975 report by the FBI stated on the behalf of Colorado Senator Floyd Haskell that 130 mutilations had been found in that state alone and that numerous others were discovered in nine other states. This report, named Operation Cattle Mutilation, detailed the findings so far that the investigators have been able to put together. This report stated that animals, mostly livestock, have been reported as mutilated with parts of their bodies missing. These missing body parts included ears, lips, udders, and sexual organs. The blood from these animals had been considered completely drained. And finally, no evidence of any value was ever located at the scenes. In this report, a veterinarian was contacted for explanations. This Dr. Wilson stated that of the circumstances described, it was consistent with natural phenomena. According to Dr. Wilson, small mammals such as foxes and possums feed on the carcasses of livestock. They tend to first feed on the soft tissues of the nose, lips, udders, and genitals. However, Dr. Wilson also said he had no correlating information between the appearance of fox bites, for example, on cattle, over the near-surgical precision that was seen on many of these mutilated cows. Another interesting inclusion in the report was the details of a man named Dan Edwards, who is the editor of a paper in Brush, Colorado. Apparently, Mr. Edwards had information about U.S. Army helicopters being seen in the vicinity of several cattle mutilations. However, he told Colorado State Senator Floyd Haskell that he had been threatened into silence and would not be writing the story. Senator Haskell did not know what sort of threats Edwards had received, but forwarded his claims on to the FBI, along with his own pleas for help in solving this strange issue happening in his state. In Senator Haskell's letter to the FBI, he stated that the ranchers and rural residents of Colorado were concerned and frightened over these growing mutilations— he stated that helicopters appeared to have been used by several culprits, and that multiple residents had been chased away from the scenes by helicopters. Haskell went on to say since cases of cow mutilations had occurred in 21 states, he believed the responsible people could be crossing state lines, which would justify the participation of the FBI into the matter. In the meantime, ranchers across his state were growing alarmed and arming themselves to protect their livestock, And the senator was worried that if this continued, that eventually someone would get hurt or killed by retaliation. In response, Clarence Kelly, the director of the FBI at the time, sent a letter back to the senator. Director Kelly reviewed the information of unidentified helicopters operating in the area of cattle mutilations across several states, but claimed that these actions did not constitute a violation of federal law within the FBI's investigative jurisdiction. Director Kelly apologized for the limited action he and his bureau could take and wished the senator and his local law enforcement agencies good luck in attempting to successfully conclude the investigations on their side. Several years later, in 1979, Operation Cattle Mutilation would continue as the FBI would put out another report on the strange series of livestock murders. This time it was New Mexico State Senator Harrison Schmidt who pleaded with the FBI for help. As though individual mutilations may not be a federal offense, Senator Schmidt felt the chance of an organized interstate criminal activity of such mutilations could fall under the FBI's jurisdiction. In this report, microscopic and bacteriologic studies were performed on several different tissues and bones, but no definite conclusions could be drawn. This report also showed that there were around 8,000 recorded mutilations in Colorado, equal to around $1 million worth of lost livestock. Included in this FBI report were the details of one particularly strange mutilation. A bull was found dead in Dolce, New Mexico. This bull had its rectum and sex organs removed, with what appeared to be sharp and precise instruments, inconsistent with wounds caused by a scavenger or predator animal. A New Mexico police officer wrote in his record of the event that the liver and heart were white and mushy, both organs having the texture and consistency of peanut butter. Analysis of the bull's liver showed it was completely devoid of copper, but contained four times the normal amount of zinc, potassium, and phosphorus. No explanation could be given by the lab scientists conducting the analysis as to what could have caused this. Blood taken from the bull was a light pink in color, and did not clot after multiple days. Though the bull was only around five hours dead when discovered, its hide was said to be very brittle, and the flesh underneath discolored. None of the laboratories or investigators involved in the bull's death could come to any conclusion as to what caused its death. As I stated earlier, there are no greater number of cow mutilations anywhere in the world that come close to matching those found in Colorado. Over the decades, there have been countless reports of such unusual deaths, still persisting to the current day. In 2009, rancher Emmanuel Sanchez lost four calves in four weeks to the spree of unexplained mutilations. All four of his calves had been killed overnight. Their internal organs were missing, their tongues and eyes cut out, and the udders removed. Not a single drop of blood was found on the ground by the remains, or even on the remaining skin. Sanchez had been working with cattle for decades and had seen every manner of death caused by mountain lions and coyotes and other predators. He had seen thieves who had killed livestock to steal their meat. However, as to what happened to his calves, he didn't have a clue. About all this, Sanchez would say, A lion will drag its kill. Coyotes rip and tear flesh. These were perfect cuts, like with a laser or scalpel. And who would take the waste, all the guts, and leave behind the nice tender meat? There were no tracks, no blood, no nothing. I got nothing to go by. They don't leave no trace. I have no idea what could do this. I wish I did. Tom Miller was another rancher from the same area. One morning, when he went out to feed his herd, he noticed one particular cow that was making a big fuss. That cow had just given birth to a calf the following week. As Tom went over to investigate, he found the remains of that young calf by the feeding trough. The front legs and almost the entire torso was just missing. The pelvis had been shattered, the legs only held onto the body by the connecting hide, and all the meat had been stripped off the backbone. At first, Tom thought that a pack of predators had gone to the calf somehow. However, two things made him almost immediately reconsider. The first was the complete lack of coyote or any other predator animal track in the area. The second was the way the ears had been carved off the calf, removed by what looked like two surgical, circular cuts. As with Manuel Sanchez, Tom Miller was left baffled. He said, If anyone can show me how this happened, I will believe them. I know it's not coyotes, especially in one night. Only a human or something like that can cut the ears like that. If it was done by people, they sure went out of their way to bother and confuse me. And really, why? it doesn't make any sense. Just as with his two other fellow ranchers, Mike Duran found a 27-year-old red Angus cow dead in his pasture. The udder and rear end had been removed with what he described as laser cuts, as when someone cuts metal with a torch. County Sheriff's Deputy Derek Navarrette could find no more answers than could the nearby ranchers. After investigating their cases, Deputy Navarrette said, we can't come up with anything. We've seen these before and they are all kind of the same. No one has ever explained it. A Colorado man named Chuck Zuckowski has spent many years looking into the cases of cow mutilation. Chuck is a reserve deputy in El Paso County, as well as being a UFO enthusiast. Chuck has investigated multiple cow mutilation scenes, including testing for radiation and scanning the remains with ultraviolet light. Chuck believes that the cows are killed and then drained of all their blood before the mutilation begins. This would explain why no blood is found on the ground or on the body of the remains. The straight cuts on the soft tissue of the cows, especially the tongue, rules out any type of predator animal, in his opinion. Though he considers himself a UFO investigator also, Chuck personally hasn't found anything to convince him that anything paranormal is involved in these animal murders. As Chuck himself puts it, he said, There are just too many unknowns. I like to lean on human intervention until I actually see a UFO come down and take a cow. Some of the ranchers, on the other hand, might disagree. Manuel Sanchez said his wife and he saw blue lights hovering over a ridge near his pasture over the summer. However, Sanchez refused to speculate on what those lights could be. Rancher Mike Duran, however, is open to all explanations. Mike has said if it isn't human or a predator, it really only leaves one other option. Mike has remarked on this by saying, I do believe those UFOs. The universe is so big, a lot of people think we're the only ones here. I bet there is something out there. Worldwide, there have been over 10,000 reported cattle mutilations in the past few decades. The U.S. Southwest region, especially Colorado, remains to be the hot spot for this strange activity. The culprits behind these livestock killings remain a mystery, earning the group carrying out the acts the nickname the Phantom Surgeons of the Plains. With such a long-lasting mystery such as this, theories have been created over the years to try and solve this disturbing trend. And with this story, there are a ton of different theories, ranging from natural reasons, secret government operations, cults, supernatural phenomena, and the work of extraterrestrials, When trying to come up with explanations for these cattle mutilations, it can be hard to find just one answer that covers everything. This is due to both the unique issues that are found with these mutilations, but also because of the relative lack of information available. The National Institute for Discovery Science attempted to conduct a large-scale survey of bovine practitioners who have been affected by these deaths. However, they received less than 5% of participation from those surveyed. This disappointing lack of response can be attributed to several reasons. The first is that most ranchers just do not care to spend money in having cases of cattle mutilation investigated. Once the animal is dead, it's just considered lost. And most owners either do not care or don't have the resources in order to pay for autopsies and have laboratory analysis conducted. The second is that the carcasses are oftentimes not discovered until a good amount of time after the death of the animal. This wait in between the death and discovery means that the remains are oftentimes already in the advanced stage of decomposition. This means that pathology analysis and autopsies can't even be performed if the owners wanted it. One final reason behind the lack of survey participation is that many veterinarians are reluctant to get involved in such cases publicly most likely caused by the fear of a potential hit to their reputation, if their name isn't involved with these strange cases that many people associate with aliens or cults. As for the survey's results, of the small amount of responses that the NIDS got, only 11% of cattle deaths had necropsies performed, and only 7% had laboratory examinations done. It was also found that only around 30% of cattle mutilation cases are even reported to the local authorities by the ranchers. And even in the few cases that they are, the investigation is often described as merely superficial, just going through the motions, as the lack of knowledge that comes with animal mutilation almost always results in a dead end for the police involvement. So with that said, I will start talking about the proposed theories behind cattle mutilation. However, again, it must be said that there is still a very limited amount of information behind these cases, so we are forced to try to come up with an explanation with what we have to work with, given the amount of facts we do have. First off, I'll start by discussing a few of the so-called natural causes behind these mutilations. A number of scientists, veterinarians, and farmers have come up with some conventional reasons behind this bizarre mystery. Some of these more natural reasons include the work of predatory animals, parasites, and scavengers. The missing soft tissues of the mutilated remains have been explained by the actions of scavenger animals. As I briefly mentioned before, it is established knowledge that scavengers will often go after the soft tissues of a dead animal first. In a cow, this includes the lips, genitals, and udders. Animals that have died and have been picked apart by scavengers will often have the softer areas eaten away first. The missing eyes and internal organs seen in most cases of cow mutilation have been attributed to the work of blowflies and carry-on birds like vultures. Vultures and other such birds are known to pick out the eyes of dead animals, and blowflies commonly enter an animal corpse through its mouth or anus in order to start feeding on the soft internal organs. The peculiar absence of blood found at the scenes have been explained by the process of blood pooling at the parts of the body closest to the ground. Here, the blood begins to break down into its most basic organic components. Blood that is leaked out of the animal onto the ground is then consumed by insects. The near-surgical cuts that are often seen on these mutilated remains are caused by tears in the skin due to bloating or dehydration of the animal hide as splits caused by these processes often produce straight linear cuts. This theory does have some experimentation to back it up. Robert Todd Carroll, an American writer and known contributor to the field of skepticism, performed a test with a sheriff's department in Arkansas. For this test, the body of a recently deceased cow was left in an open field for 48 hours with surveillance. After this period, Postmortem bloating did in fact cause incision-like tears along the skin that looked pretty similar to the surgical cuts seen on mutilated cows. At the same time, blowflies and maggots did do a good amount of damage to the soft tissues of the cow, another similarity. However, with this test, there was no complete absence of blood, such as what is found typically with cattle mutilation scenes. And no explanation could be demonstrated that would show what would actually cause this disappearance of blood to happen. Also, while some have proposed the tears in the mutilated cattle to be caused by predators, experiments have been conducted between predator claws and teeth and then human tools, and there is a clear distinction between the two. It would seem as if the predator explanation doesn't really hold up as a reliable theory. One of the biggest detractions of the natural causes theory comes from the ranchers themselves. Many of these ranchers are no strangers to death and loss of livestock. However, the cases of these cattle mutilations are entirely separate and unique from the other deaths that they have observed that are caused by predators or known diseases. Another big reason is that many times the cows that are killed are described as young and strong, oftentimes in seemingly perfect health. A lot of these cows are described as big and resilient, and wouldn't be the primary target of opportunistic predators. So, while the natural cause theory does have some explanations for different aspects of cattle mutilation, as a whole, I don't think it is a very strong explanation for everything. While some experiments have shown that some things such as skin tearing due to bloat can closely match the cuts found in mutilated cattle, there hasn't been any cases where we can replicate the same process that is found in mutilated remains. There's a known distinct difference between cuts made by predators and those found on the dead cows, and even the removal of the eyes is often described as surgical, and not the messy removal caused by scavenger birds. Also, there hasn't been a reliable explanation for the complete lack of blood found in the animal remains at the scenes, one of the most mysterious aspects found in cases of mutilations. Another thing to keep in mind is that it would seem if this was all just a natural phenomenon that it would occur equally everywhere. It doesn't make much sense why diseases, scavengers, and insects would make cow deaths found in hot spots like Colorado look so much differently than other dead cows found elsewhere. So, all in all, I don't personally think that it is the natural causes that are producing these mutilated remains. While there may be some rare and unknown natural process that is in fact causing this that we don't know about, In terms of the information that has so far been presented to back up this claim, I don't find very likely. Now that I've discussed some of the more conventional and natural causes behind cattle mutilation, I'm going to jump in the other direction and talk about potential paranormal theories behind this. One of the most popular theories behind cow mutilation involves visitors from other worlds. This explanation claims that the bizarre mutilations are the works of extraterrestrials, and the exact reasons behind their motives is only something us humans can guess at. There are several different pieces of evidence that backs up the UFO and ET theory. One is the fact that low-cattle mutilations have been happening for centuries. It seemed to have really picked up its pace starting in the 1960s. Coincidentally enough, it was during the same time that UFO sightings also seemed to skyrocket in the country. When suddenly there were stories appearing in newspapers about unexplained mutilations to livestock and strange light seen in the sky, it didn't take long before people started to put two and two together. Cow mutilations have been found close to sites of crop circles in several states. Strange markings in the ground have been found by several dead cow sites, such as tripod-like indentations along the ground, that don't match any known animal or vehicle track. Also, countless ranchers have reported seeing strange lights in the sky around their property close to the time that they discover one of their cows dead. In the 1970s, many farmers in Nebraska reported seeing UFOs in the sky during a time period where a wave of cattle mutilation hit the region. Even in some of the specific examples I've brought up in this episode, there were also reports of strange lights seen in the area before the mutilated cows were found. While UFOs are often associated with cattle mutilation, one of the main questions behind it is still the lack of any apparent motive. Why would visitors come to Earth to carve up these cows, taking the blood and soft tissues but leaving behind the hide and meat in most cases? I haven't seen a whole lot of reasonable explanations of this theory in terms of just motive, but there are a few that I believe can at least somewhat explain this idea if true. The first is the downright strange and uniqueness of all these cases. The bizarre way in which these cows are mutilated and killed is very alien to us, so to say. If natural causes do not adequately explain these deaths, then that means that there must be someone or something deliberately causing these deaths. And while human intervention may be the answer, barring that, it really only leaves extraterrestrials, or at least some type of mysterious beings. As for why they are doing this, it would have to come down to either experimentation, killing for sustenance, or poaching. The experimentation angle seems a bit lacking, as I would think if aliens are trying to conduct any such experiments, it would be in a controlled lab setting and not just doing it out in some random fields where there's a chance to be discovered. After all, most humans who have claimed to have been experimented on by aliens said they were abducted first. So why would these aliens kidnap humans to experiment on in labs, but then experiment on cows out in the pastures? One interesting explanation for the motive factor is poaching. Aliens could be poaching cows much like us humans poach other animals. I'm sure most listeners are aware of poaching done on animals such as elephants, rhinos, and gorillas, where they are killed and only certain body parts are taken while the rest is left behind to rot perhaps then the same could be happening between cows and aliens. For some reasons, these extraterrestrials are killing cattle, extracting the soft tissue and blood, and then leaving behind the rest of the body. Although, while these aliens are coming all the way down to earth to abduct cows instead of doing it on their own ground, is unknown. Chris O'Brien, who spent two decades researching cattle mutilations, said about this idea. Why would some non-human intelligence come light years to the pastures of the planet to gather ingredients for lip and testicle stew. It just doesn't make sense. So while the UFO and alien theory is definitely interesting and fun to think about, there really isn't much to go on. Really the only thing linking the two is the occurrence of strange light seen in the sky over some instances of cattle mutilation, some unexplained tracks on the ground, and the overall strangeness of it all. Though some are convinced that these mutilations are the works of aliens, even if you believe in extraterrestrials, it's hard to really consider this theory as the most likely, just because of the limiting amount of evidence. So, moving on from aliens, the last group of theories all involve humans as the root cause of these mutilations. Human cruelty, by way of animal mutilation, is an established deviant phenomena. While oftentimes this action is carried out on pet animals, such as cats, dogs, and rabbits, it could be that certain individuals are driven to perform these disturbing acts out on livestock, such as cows. A related animal cruelty phenomenon known as horse ripping exists as well, in cases in which horses are slashed open along their flank and neck, and sometimes even have their genitals mutilated. In this way, it would make sense that if these other animals have documented cases of cruelty inflicted on them by humans, then cows would be no exception. Animal cruelty and mutilation is often seen as associated with sociopathic-type disorders, and is actually somewhat common among serial killers who harmed and killed animals in their youth before escalating their crimes onto humans. Closely tied with the idea of sociopathic deviance inflicting animal cruelty, is another idea focusing around cults. While the deviancy idea holds that cows are mutilated basically at random by individuals with sick desires, the cult hypothesis states that cattle mutilation is the work of coordinated efforts of groups with the main goal of ritual sacrifices. Some of the reasons behind this belief is that the absence of blood at the death site could be caused by cult members draining the animal of blood as harvest to use in rituals. The removal of organs and the occasional removal of unborn calves also fits into the ritual explanation. This theory became prevalent in the 1970s and 80s in America, during which time the satanic panic was in full bloom. Just as with many unexplained and strange cases in the 60s being blamed on UFOs, The same activities in the later decades would be blamed at the hands of satanic cults. Several instances occurred which helped back up this theory. In September of 1975, a Forestry Service employee in Idaho claimed to have seen a group of people wearing black hooded robes walking in the forest. The very next day, several mutilated cows were found in the areas surrounding this forest. A month later, someone driving along a highway in the northern part of that state would later report to the police that a large group of masked people blocked his path on the road with linked arms, and he was forced to drive away. This area at the time was also a hot spot of cattle mutilation. However, several investigations attempting to find any link between cow mutilations and cult activity came up empty-handed. An operation under the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms was launched to find any connections in 1975. After finding only circumstantial evidence, there was nothing sufficient enough found to prompt the ATF to take any further action. In several follow-up investigations by both the FBI and the ATF, they could not find any substantial evidence to give the cult theory any backing. In some cases, it was found that some people had used the cult hysteria at the time to their advantage in spreading rumors about cults being the reasons behind cow mutilations. This includes one case, where leads from the claim were traced back to a group of high school students who started the rumor as a joke, a joke that quickly spread and got out of hand. In any case, theories revolving around cults and cattle mutilation started to die off in the 1980s once the country's obsession with cults was also waning. While it is still brought up occasionally as an excuse, it never had much backing evidence and was largely passed aside for other explanations. While some thought the mutilations were the work of coordinated cults, others believe that they were the work of secret government or military operations. I've talked briefly before about the unmarked helicopters being seen near several cattle mutilations. In fact, there are multiple reports from several different police officers that all claim to have seen these helicopters flying low in the area where mutilations would occur, or sometimes even landing, with several men getting out. Three police officers in Dolce, New Mexico, saw a military helicopter hovering over a site, which would soon be hit by 16 dead cows. One man in Iowa even claimed that he spotted two unmarked helicopters, but was driven away from the area after several warning shots were sent in his direction. Tom Adams of Paris, Texas, spent six years independently examining the mutilations in the late 70s. He said that based on his collected witness statements, Helicopters were almost always observed in the area of the mutilations. These helicopters did not have identifying markings, and they tended to fly at unsafe and illegally low altitudes. Some supporters of this theory have used the helicopters as an explanation for the damage done to some of the cow remains, such as sometimes when their bones are shattered, by saying that the cows could have been dropped by these helicopters from a considerable height. On the other hand, Carl Whiteside, who worked at the Colorado Bureau of Investigations, expounded on the workings of his own agency who worked undercover to try and get to the bottom of this. Carl said that after the investigation was ended, in which all civilian and military helicopter flights were monitored, that these efforts produced no results. They were unable to place any identified vehicles in the air or on the ground near where the carcasses were found. So, while there may be a number of witness accounts claiming to have seen such helicopters, no official sightings can be confirmed by any of the groups investigating. As for what reason the government or military would have for mutilating these cows, it has been speculated that it is part of a covert research operation looking into emerging cattle diseases, with the main focus on whether these diseases could be transmitted to humans. Researcher Chris O'Brien personally believes this theory is the most likely, as he states the killings are conducted by an unknown agency monitoring the food chain, working to prevent another outbreak of Mad Cow's disease. However, just as with the cult's explanation, there isn't much evidence to back up the secret military operations theory beyond a small number of witness accounts. Perhaps the answer behind these cow mutilations is not found in just one theory, but instead of a mix of several different theories. It is alternately theorized that the majority of cattle mutilations fall into two categories, those that are the result of predator animals and natural processes, and the rest that display more anomalies that can't be explained as the work of humans. These two broad categories can then be branched off into several different sub-theories, such as the human-cause category can be split into the works of deviants, pranksters, and possible cults. In one of the FBI reports, Dr. Clara Hibbs of the State Veterinary Diagnostic Laboratory at New Mexico State University said that after examination of multiple cases across different states, that mutilations fall into three categories—animals killed and mutilated by predators and scavengers, those mutilated after death by sharp instruments, and animals mutilated by pranksters. While this report didn't give the percentages of the breakdown in these three categories, This to me seems like the most likely explanation. If this idea was true, then some of these strange mutilations were actually just caused by predators and scavengers. Perhaps in certain conditions and situations the cow remains looked particularly strange or gutted out that would cause the person discovering it to believe something weird was going on. On the other hand, the more notorious well-known cases where the soft tissue is surgically removed and the blood completely absent was done by humans for one reason or another. In the same report as Dr. Hibb's three-category theory, investigator Carl Whiteside said of the 19 cases of mutilations that were examined, nine of them were done by willful mutilations, two of those concluded to have been done by the work of pranksters. At a conference to discuss cattle mutilation in 1979, investigators from Arkansas examined 28 cases of cattle mutilation and concluded that all 28 cases were the work of intentional mutilators, and not by predator animals. So again, it would seem that in different areas, the ratio between the predator kills and the human kills are different. In some areas, there are seemingly an equal amount of deaths caused by predators and humans, where in other areas, like the region of Arkansas, all of the mutilations are done at the hands of humans. While this combination theory, in my opinion, does the best in terms of explaining what is doing the mutilations, the why is still a mystery. Is this the work of violent psychopaths taking out their twisted urges on cows? Pranksters and copycats killing cows in unusual ways just to cause trouble? Or is it the work of ritualistic cults or secretive military operations? It's this part of the mystery that is still largely unsolved, as these cow killers from across the country have not come forward or been caught. While the rate of cow mutilations have been decreasing overall since the 70s and 80s, they are still occurring from time to time in the present day. What, or who, is causing this still remains a question that apparently will go unanswered for quite some time. David Perkins, a director of the Department of Research at Libra School in Colorado, worked with the FBI during their time investigating these cow mutilations. After compiling the data into a systematic collection over several years, David says he has never faced a greater challenge than trying to answer the cause of this. His concluding words do a pretty good job of summarizing this entire mystery. As he said, The only thing that makes sense about the mutilations is that they make no sense at all. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Strange Matters podcast. If you have your own feedback or thoughts on the strange cases of cow mutilations or if you have suggestions for future episodes, feel free to write into the podcast at our email, strange matters podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow the podcast and get in touch with us at our social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Finally, I ask if you are listening to the podcast on iTunes to so take the time to leave a rating and a review, as the feedback is very helpful and it also promotes the podcast so we can continually reach new listeners. So until the next episode of the Strange Matters Podcast, take care everybody.